Hey everybody, welcome to Kame House Party. I'm Aaron. And I'm Vince. It is the only improv comedy Dragon Bob podcast in the known universe. We are attempting to watch every episode of every iteration of Dragon Ball there is. And then we come onto these microphones to talk about what we watched. What we talked about uh, gives us inspiration for various comedic improv scenes that we do. Just some just some general goofing around. Uh, thank you for joining us on this. We hope you're entertained. But before we can get the show on the road, before we can talk about this week's episode, well, we got to do a little thing called Kame Housekeeping. Uh, we have to shuffle some things around. We got to put a bunch of clothes from our bed and pilot into the closet so you can't see it. Um, we got to clean up. And the first order of Kame housekeeping is the UN sanctioned and dare I say world famous one minute roundup whip sound. Yep, I love this fresh country air. There's just something about it. Mm-hmm. Once you get outside of the town and you just see the rolling fields of grass oh. flanked by small trees. I smell the smell of nature, the sweet, sweet nectar. Uh, freshly cut grass. Ah, all, all the, all the stray dogs, mm-hmm. just running, running along the tree line. Oh yeah, all the, all the trimmed hedges out here, mm-hmm. right outside of town. Yep. The, the freshly paved sidewalks. You miss you mean the municipal fountains paid for by taxpayers that with a sit with with the babbling brook piped in through speakers Ugh. oh Ooh. so good, so good the backdrop of the uh, next town over just just far enough to make it seem real oh just nature at its finest the finest points of nature, including this gasoline light oh. All the background actors pretending like they're jogging or selling hot dogs or their their nannies taking babies out on strolls. Hey. Yeah. I'm I'm really glad that you and I decided that we were comfortable. Comfortable being AI in Westworld. I mean, what are you going to do, baby? It's either accept it or you don't. Oh, my God. Is that James Marsden? <laughs> Fancy. I had an idea, but you beat me, t- but you beat me to something. <laughs> so you'll never know. Because, because that was a, was a surprisingly relaxing uh, beginning of the Women at Roundup where we do a Western-themed improv scene to, I'd say, loosey-goosey 
our improv muscles up on that one uh, for the, to get ready for the show ahead. Uh, and it leads us into the one minute roundup proper, which is where one of us, uh, this time Vince, has to summarize everything that has happened in Dragon Ball thus far. That's every episode of the original Dragon Ball. That is 55 episodes of Dragon Ball Z. Summarized for you in under a minute. Vince, uh, I mean, you, you got to get some pep in your step now. Uh, I know we're very zen, but you got you got to get going because I have to Ooh. ask you, are you ready to round up? Yes. Yes, I am ready to round up in three, two, one. So there's seven magic Dragon Balls. You collect them all. You can make a wish for anything you want. Uh, this Dragon Ball story centers around Goku. He's a kid at the beginning, goes on lots of adventures. He fights the Red Ribbon Army. He fights in a bunch of tournaments. He wins one. He loses two. He fights his master in disguise. He make, he meets some friends along the way, like Roshi, Bulma, uh, Oolong, Poir, Yamcha, Tien, Piccolo. Even though Piccolo was a bad guy at first, but now they're friends, kind of. And Piccolo trained Goku's son in Dragon Ball Z because there's a cutoff because Goku wins a tournament. Then he goes to Dragon Ball Z. He has a kid named Gohan. He's married to Chi-Chi. Uh, his brother from a space mother comes down. It's like, you're going to be a planet broker. He says, nah. And then two other space dudes come in and they're bad. And Goku almost beats one, almost kills the other. To But Piccolo dies in the process, which means Dragon Ball's die. So now they have to go to Namek. So it's Gohan, Bulma, uh, and Krillin on Namek trying to find the Mechian Dragon Balls. A lot of stuff's going down. There's a guy named Frieza that's there, and Vegeta's alive, but he's been resurrected, not resurrected, but healed, and now he's he's playing mind games with Frieza. Ooh. I've... Oh, how love... Are we... Should we just have a... Should I turn down the energy? Should we just have a very low-key kind of relaxed episode? Are we Are we chilling? Is that what this episode is? It's the chill episode. Is this a low-fi chill episode to study to? This is the only podcast where you can study to. Okay, I am all right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I, I usually like to fly through, be very announcery for these openings. I'm gonna, I'm gonna breathe in, pretend like I'm an AI in Westworld, and just, just be calm. We'll see how long this keeps up before. Something ridiculous happens. <laughs> <laughs> that, that gets us all amped. Yeah, then we, we go off the handle. But Vince, thank you for that roundup. It was a very good explanation of things to come. Uh, and we are not the only ones who do the roundup. Sometimes our wonderful listeners like to send in their recordings of one-minute roundups. Uh, and if you would like to do that, uh, keep us from having to do it for a week, which we would appreciate. Uh, you can send your one-minute roundup to KameHousePartyPod at gmail.com. Um, and guess what? You can do a bunch of takes. We'll never know. <laughs> that's, that's true. I mean, technically, we could do a bunch of takes. <laughs> and you would never know. But we don't. That's, that's my guarantee. That's the KHP guarantee. guarantee. Uh, and that guarantee moves us to the next part of the very calm and very collected... Uh, Kame Housekeeping, which is where we let you know that Vince and I, we watched two different versions of the episode. I watched the English subtitled version. Vince watches the English dubbed version. And we do this because it's just a thing we do. Don't ask too many questions, bud. Uh, and it's also fun to compare and contrast the differences. And the first difference is usually the title. 
Vince, will you please give us your title for episode 56 of Dragon Ball Z? Of course. The title for the English title for episode 56 of Dragon Ball Z Zarbon's Mission. Mm. I tried to I tried to keep it chill. I didn't put too much okay. sauce on it. And and sure. Zarbon's mission is involved in this episode, but I'll 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 wait to hear what yours is before I give my final thoughts. I feel like mine's not good either, but let's see. So my title, the Japanese title, roughly translated for episode fifty-six of Dragon Ball Z, is an enormous battle power. Frieza's scheme is shattered. Okay, I'm also getting like a. That could be a line from a, a Dragon Ball, a lost Dragon Ball theme song. Can you say it one more time? Um, I, and keep in mind, I am taking out all two of the exclamation marks on this. <laughs> um, an enormous battle power. Frieza's scheme is shattered. Enormous battle power. Frieza's dreams are shattered. Go into the shower. Go get that Dragon Ball off. <laughs> You you go to the shower to get the dragon ball off? Uh, I, uh, don't don't read into the lyrics <laughs> too much, okay? <laughs> Look, when you're walking around all day, especially in those hot New York streets, mm-hmm. gotta get them dragon balls you off. Yeah, those dragon balls off. We know everyone knows what we're talking about, and we can quickly move on <laughs> uh, to the episode proper, uh, which which starts out with uh, just a bunch of panicking, Zarbon looking around the ship, doing a bunch of quick cuts, trying to find Vegeta. Frieza is just standing there, continuing to threaten his life. That's that's bad management, right? Oh, yeah. This is the manager that, that walks around the, the floor of the cube farm and is like, just just checking in, making sure you're, uh, you know, doing, doing the right things for these calls, you know? And everybody hates that. Yeah. But just imagine it's just... <laughs> More maniacal. <laughs> Just checking in to make sure uh, I don't need to kill you. Mm-hmm. Oh, Lord Frieza, please, I don't think you need to. I'm, I'm on the phone with Vegeta right now. I'll, I'll get the collection payments, Lord Frieza. That's right. Frieza Force is also a collection agency. That's that's right, Lord Frieza. And, and oh, this Vegeta character is back from... From taking a short break, I had him on hold for over five minutes for no reason. Okay, you get back to, yes, Zarbon, I won't kill you today. But but, but we'll see. We'll see after lunch what happens. Which I hope you're eating at your desk. Well, as they said in Lord Frieza, it's legal in France. It's good enough for me. Ah, welcome back, Mr. Um, Vegeta, was it? It's Vegeta. You had me on hold for five whole minutes, which gave me ample time to hide the Dragon Balls. Ah, yes. And we are going to collect those Dragon Balls. Mm. No, you're not. You're dumb. Nananana-boo-boo. I want to remind you, uh, Mr. Prince Vegeta, is that it? That you are being recorded for quality assurance purposes and, uh... That, that's all I'm going to say about that. And if you do not return the Dragon Balls to uh, FFC, the Frieza Force Corporation, we will have to come and seize them from you. Punishable by death. Even Lord Frieza agrees. Yes, that's right. I'm Look, I'm just really hankering for a murder. 
I'll kill anyone. I, I prefer to be Vegeta. But Zarbon, you're looking you're looking real murderable right now. Well, I'd like to. I heard your boss. Damn. <laughs> Do you want a new job? No, I'm quite happy. I'm so happy, in fact, that I would never quit and join the likes of you, uh, Mr. Vegeta. And also, I'll refer to you by your claim number, uh, <clears throat> 01234F6988. Nice. Mr. Vegeta, please. We will take the Dragon Balls by force if you do not comply. You have 30 days. Here, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to, one, shoot a giant energy blast within the ship. It's going to circle around the hallways. Two, I'm going to shoot a big energy blast through the, through the window to the walls. Uh, and then I'm going to just chuck all these Dragon Balls in, into Namek. Well, Mr. Then Vegeta. I'm, then I'm going to disappear. Well, Mr. Vegeta, I'd like mm. to thank you for that information, and I'd like to uh, follow up on your uh, walls comment to say the sweat beads are starting to fall because <laughs> I am very nervous that my that my job is at risk. Now, I, I I understand that you've you've made your claim. I'd like to thank you for taking my call. Most people don't take these collection calls, and and what I'm going to do, M- Mr. Vegeta, is I'm giving you a one hour reprieve, where then I will come collect. <laughs> Ah, 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 Lord Freezer! Lord Freezer! Why is my ship on fire? I hate this. It's it's my least favorite thing. Lord Freezer, I gave him one hour's reprieve, and this is how he repays me. You follow. You followed the on-screen prompt, which I'm proud of you for. But I am going to murder you in an hour unless you find him, because he he did straight up steal the Dragon Balls. Well, okay, I'm right on it, Lord Frieza. I just have to get these into the notes in case he calls or somebody else has to call him while I'm out. Okay. Oh, yeah, do, yes, just definitely do paperwork, but it does cut into your hour. Well, I, I get dinged if I don't. You get dinged if you do. Dinged if you do, dinged if you don't. Anyway, I'm, I'm a chill. <laughs> I'm just hanging out in a non-burnt part of the ship. I'll just continue to do these notes until I'm done. Okay, great. All right. All right. Also, avoid water. Don't look in there. That just seems stupid, right? I agree, Lord Frieza. Finally, we agree on something that water is stupid and shouldn't Mm -hmm. be touched or looked at. Nope. I'm a Diet Coke man. (laughs) And And that's why we don't. What's great about those scenes is that we don't have to explain anything what happened. You got it. You all got it. You've all been you've all been called by collections. <laughs> I just want we don't have to explain what happened in Dragon Ball. I, but no, I will, no, no. I will say, dude, <laughs> Vegeta just chucking Dragon Ball. <laughs> it is it's the funny. funniest thing in the world. Because <laughs> what, what it does is, is, it, is it reminds you how small he is. <laughs> oh, these are these are twice the size of basketballs for him. Right. <laughs> she shot putting him out the window. Side note, we had a training basketball that we use for practice sometimes. That is a, we call it the big ball, mm-hmm. but it's a basketball that is just big enough to fit within the rim. Um, so it's like an extra large basketball. A carnival basketball. Pretty much. And our coach would hate it because we do it in a drill where we had to get a certain amount of points and you get like double for using the big ball. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> no, That's all you did? 
<laughs> well, no. What we would do is like we would take all these shots, and uh, it was sometimes it was like, hey, you guys have to make all these shots in a certain amount of time, and if you don't, you have to run. That's always it. That's always the punishment. And then he's like, but, and then he'll he'll toss out the big ball and he'll just be like, if somebody makes it, then we're done. We're done for the day if somebody makes the big ball. And for like every time he gave us that option, someone would drill the big ball from a ridiculous point and we could just see coaches. He's like, it's like oh, come on. He's like, we had a full half hour, but I guess we're done. Uh, it was so, it was so fun. But that's what I, that's what I see whenever I, I Vegeta chucking, chucking dragon balls across the across the planet, skipping them like rocks. I know. Freezes the coach, flabbergasted. Yeah, my coach went full anime. He was like, "Ah, <laughs> but practice. There's only there's thirty more minutes left." You heard a duh as he hit the ground in, in a single frame. <laughs> the assistant coach one big bead of sweat on the back of his head. All the people watching us practice are pushing their fingers together, going. Boink, 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 boink. <laughs> Boy, this is embarrassing for the coach, isn't it? Uh, yeah. If, if nothing else, go watch that part of this of this episode. And we mentioned water because Vegeta definitely like, ha ha ha! I'm gonna go underwater. <laughs> that way you can't find me. And I mean, it works. It's the ultimate hiding spot. Apparently, the Namekian water must be uh, murky, or like we like our scene said, uh, no bad guys look in water ever. None of them. A planet that's like 80% water. So Gohan makes it to the village that mm-hmm. Vegeta has destroyed. And he just sees a bunch of people murdered. And I am reminded again that Gohan is five years old. Yep. That's what I, I wrote in my notes. He finds the thing and I'm just like, oh my God. He, he's, he's like six. He's a child looking at all these dead bodies. And he's just like, they're all dead. They're all, Vegeta did this. I'm going to make him pay. I'm like, oh, God, could you imagine? It's In my case, it's ni- 1996. Little Vince has got a backwards hat and some day glow on, walking around the corner, and his entire neighborhood is dead. Oh, I don't. How, oh, man, how fortunate are we that we've never had to? Knock on wood. Deal. <laughs> deal, deal. Go to well. Deal with this. He's he's the most experienced little boy in the world. Truly, for, for good and for ill. Mm-hmm. One of the probably the strongest six year old ever. Dohan done dusted. Um, and then yeah, the most <laughs> he's seen the most awful things. This is this is the most death he's seen ever. Mm-hmm. It's it's truly heartbreaking. I don't have like a gag or scene ideas for this, nor do I want to. Um, he sees all their fields of the I forget the name of the trees they were trying to replant on their planet, but he sees all their fields ruined. Mm-hmm. And he sheds a tear. Pour one out for the blue moss, y'all. <laughs> Some water. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't don't use hard liquor. It'll kill them. Yeah. The Namekians and the plants. That's true. Y'all, every, be nice to go on. He's been through so much. Mm-hmm. And you wonder why he eventually just said, I don't want to fight anymore. Anytime I fight, bad things happen. Yeah, whatever, any fight that Gohan is involved in, multiple people he knows and care about are murdered in front of his eyes. This makes the most sense, because in Goku's early days, 
when when he was at when, during his formative years, whenever he fights, he's having a blast. Right. It's a fun time. It's fun to fight. It's fun to go back in time and fight your old master's nemesis. It's fu- it's fun to fight big old scary monsters with swords. It, it's so much fun. I mean, relatively speaking. Oh can- yeah. Training, I, I, I sense some sarcasm there. I didn't know if I was picking it up correctly. <laughs> you were. <laughs> it's Relatively speaking, it's more fun than, you know, training with your best bud, drinking, delivering milk, wearing mm-hmm. turtle shells, getting good food and napping versus an alien demon boy <laughs> beating the shit out of you every day. Who is two years younger than you, by, by yeah, the way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> was your junior. Yeah. <laughs> He's your... <laughs> He's your junior, and he won't he won't call you senpai. That's incorrect, but I do like the idea of Piccolo being younger than Gohan. But yeah, let, let, let Gohan be, and we'll see why you should definitely let him be after the commercial. But let's get back to Vegeta. He surfaces. And I don't know if you noticed this, but that hair doesn't go anywhere. Uh, the hold. I know. Stiff. It's it, it's insane. I mean, it, it was it was one of those things that uh, I I I didn't write down in my notes, but definitely noticed. I was like, "Wait, Vegeta's hair never got wet? Is that like his ability? <laughs> like, is that because he's so strong, or is it just because he used a a uh, an adhesive? Is is he just so angry? <laughs> his hair never comes down. It's never so floopy. St- so stressed out." <laughs> His scalp is constantly strained. <laughs> Maybe that's what comes with um, sensing other people's key. Maybe that's it. Maybe for him, that's how it manifests. His little hair points in certain directions. Mm-hmm. Like King Kai's antenna. Like uh, 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 Trunks' hair doesn't stay... Well, his hair never had the volume of his dad. He's got he, Bulma hair. He's got he's got that Bulma hair. But like, oh, I'd love a Vegeta with his hair down. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. Yeah. For a night on the town. Why couldn't have, Why couldn't GT have done that? And a mustache, ponytail, mustache, Vegeta. Give me high ass hairline, <laughs> ponytailed mustache, Vegeta. And he's just, you know what? He's just having fun with his fish cover band. They they just play in the garage. They don't do any gigs. And instead of the pink uh, Badman shirt, it's Band Man. <laughs> That's the name of the band. <laughs> we do have merch. It's just, you know, just for us. We went down to the, you know, that store in the mall. Yeah, where you can get trophies made. Yeah, Alan, you know. He's Ath- the one that Athletes Plus. It. Hey, I'm Alan. Uh, I'm the bass player. Yeah. He started on drums, but oh boy, we, we all quickly learned uh, that was not for him. I got to stick to the guy, and Vegeta said, you're not the guy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Bulma, there's gonna, uh, we're going to be out in the back. Uh, I'll, get the, I'll get the grill started here shortly, but they're staying over. That's fine, right? I think, I th- I think she said it's okay. Oh, did she say no? She she's ignoring me. She's busy. She's always inventing something. You know, I've we've you know, we've got the man cave uh, in the garage. She's got her her lady lair upstairs. Oh, hello, young boys. It's me, Dr. Briefs. I'd like to join the band. Papa Briefs, um, we're kind of already filled. Um, Oh, boy, you have you have your theremin there. Mm hmm. 
Theremin music was all the rage when I was younger. I don't know what kind of sound you boys need, but I could invent some sound for you. Have you ever played a theremin in 20 times gravity? Don't bring up gravity training. <laughs> don't. Oh, oh, hey, Vegeta's bandmates. Did you, you ever hear the one where uh, Vegeta no. couldn't trade in gravity oh, training don't like tell, Goku? Don't, and, don't tell the story. And he, and he blew up my spaceship, my model spaceship. No, he just mainly talks about this is Barry. I'm the I'm the drummer. I'm the new drummer. Uh yeah, but Jesus talks about like fish and like he's talking about the strand he's raising out back that he never shares with us. It's it's not done. I'm working on it. I'm trying to get a hybrid going. Uh hey, Charlie here. Um <laughs> lead guitarist. Lead guitar. I know we're, we're we're in for long haul here tonight, Vegeta, but I'd like to get started. Like, my hands are getting cold. <laughs> oh, I was hoping we'd get a, a few brewskis in. We are going to, it's almost dinner time. I'm going to put, we got a, look, we just got a whole mess of uh, ribeyes I was going to put on. Oh, don't worry, Vegeta. I already cooked those ribeyes sonically. Uh, the, there's no char marks. That's what makes, that's the point of having a grill. Well, I mean, what's the point of having all those muscles if you can't beat Goku with the time oh in the, in the right. chamber? <laughs> right, you know what? Yeah, let's 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 go. You're right, Charlie. Let's go practice. Let's right on. Here. Tonight there's gonna be a jailbreak. <laughs> and and see. Oh, Daddy Vegeta. That's a dad band song, right? <laughs> what song were you doing? Or was it an original composition? Uh I forget. Is it, the title is Jailbreak, and I believe it's The Sticks. Tonight there's gonna be a jailbreak. Is that somewhere in the town? That might be Thin Lizzy. Thin Lizzy, sorry. Maybe. Tonight I, there's maybe. gonna be a jailbreak. An, so look, don't you be around. Look, none of us are dads, so I can't tell you. <laughs> yeah, I'm in a dad fugue state. A dag, which means, wait, are you a dad and then you don't remember being a dad? I, I quite literally think that's part of who I am. <laughs> I, I snap into being a dad for like extended periods of time. Mostly my cats are the only beneficiaries of it right hmm. now, but I'm hoping I can channel it like Ultra Instinct when I have a child. To treat them like a cat. And then Weiss, can, <laughs> then Weiss is like, you're treating that baby like a cat. You, you sprayed that baby with a water bottle. Well, baby's not getting on the counter anymore, is it? That's true. <laughs> that baby gets everywhere. <laughs> your ba- Vince, your baby just hissed at me. <laughs> Don't worry, my baby's declawed. <laughs> I know it's inhumane, but we kept having issues where the baby was scratching people. <laughs> we got him this night's crib, scratched it all the hell and back. And he, I'm not paying for a crib twice. <laughs> Also ignores the baby gates, can jump right over him. <laughs> <laughs> comes comes to the bedroom at night, puts his ass right up to my face. Stank baby sleeping on my pillow, mm-hmm. shedding everywhere, growing new hair. I'm allergic to babies. <laughs> I can't get a good night's sleep. Don't and don't get me started about bath time. This baby <laughs> hates water. <laughs> but look, when they're when they're meow <laughs> and they and those and that baby just curdles up right next to you. I mean, that's worth it, right? Makes it all go away. And Baby's then, purrs are the best. <laughs> well, then you, you do have to clean the baby box. <laughs> it's incredible. They instinctively know what to do. 
Yeah, well, it's day one <laughs> using that thing. <laughs> Couldn't even move. <laughs> Somehow. Uh, you know how they tell you how you can tell how smart your baby is? <laughs> how well they use their hands or their paws, I should say. All right, then I think we're done. <laughs> All right, any more? Yeah, I think. I don't have any more. I'm getting far too cat specific. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we we have to get to sort of the setup for the second half of the episode. Frieza just hiding the Dragon Balls in a corner. Just, yeah, that'll do. It, 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 that was wild. I was like, wait, why not just drop them in the water that nobody can see through? <laughs> I'll put them in this little alcove like I'm a fifth grader. Essentially the corner of a room, almost on display. I know. I'll put them in this curio cabinet right by the door. I could do some LED lighting to really accentuate them. Slash hide them. No one will think. Look, this is this is some 3D chess stuff. No one's going to think that I'm going to just put them on display like this. Who hides things in a public park, they'll say. Mm-hmm. Who takes several years to build a memorial to the Dragon Balls he's trying to hide? No one. Uh, it, it is, it's dumb. Vegeta's dumb for what he's doing, leaving the Dragon Balls out in the open, especially because immediately after he does this, he senses some key, thinking that it's Zarbon. No, that key belongs to another, uh, to another person named Krillin. I don't know, I want, I was wondering if this translated into yours, but does Vegeta remember Krillin's name? I don't think he does. I think he, he just says Earthling. And he shouldn't. He shouldn't remember Krillin's name. When he says, oh, it's that earthling Krillin. I was like, you don't know that dude's name. My best friend. That guy who almost murdered me back on Earth. Nappa in my head, you remember, right? Oh, yeah, Vegeta. Ah, I wish you had let me kill him when I had the chance. His bald head made, made me feel like I was, I don't know, scuffed. We can't have, yeah, you, we can't have two baldies in the show. Two baldies, that's too ballsy. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what the producers said. That's kind of why you had to, uh, you know, you got let go. Look, Vegeta, mm-hmm. I, I'm fine with it because I get to live, like I said before, rent-free mm-hmm. in your head. And I made cupcakes. Ooh, I, I, thought, I, I thought it was just a stroke, but I'm glad to know that smell is just the, the mental cupcakes you made. Oh, and Vegeta... As someone who's in your head, I should probably say, get out of your head. Chase down that Krillin. Ah, oh, uh, you're right. It's my, uh, in my, end scene. End scene. Uh, in mine, there's a freak out when Vegeta sees that Krillin is zipping by with a dragon ball. And then he starts to laugh maniacally and say, it's my, like, just like, I'm the luckiest man in the world. Uh. <laughs> Something along those lines and, like, just starts chasing after him. Yeah, he calls him a puny earth man. I mean, accurate. Uh, accurate, but also, I-, I was wondering if that was like a callback, like not a callback, but a reference to some old form of media. And we don't do research, so I'm relying on the listener to to tell me if that's a reference or everybody just likes calling Earthmen puny. Puny human is from something, right? Right. I I don't know if it's just 50 sci-fi in general. Mm-hmm. Earth, Earthling is really Earthling is more of a diss than anything else. It, it when you really think about is. it, it's like a well, there was a show that referenced Earthlings as Terran, like Terra mm-hmm. Firma. Yes. I was like, oh, that 
That sounds awful. I don't want to be called Terran. I want to be an Earthling. If I had to choose. If the, is that your preferred planet nomenclature identifier? Earth, Earthling. Not Earthman. Like, eh, let's not gender it. Yeah, I, I like it gender gender non-specific. I'm an Earthling. Thank you very much. So not not an Earthican. Earthican. Where's mm. that from? Vince. Oh, we have to. Uh, your wait. Is this Futurama? I, am, am it I? is Futurama. Okay. Okay. My fellow Earthicans. <laughs> I don't remember that line. Oh, what? They use it so much. I am. I know. I, I failed you. I failed you. I just, I'm just, uh, I, I know what's coming now. The storm <laughs> of, of listener feedback. Oh, they're not just going to use the fry meme, shut up and take my money? <laughs> no, probably not. Uh, I mean, speaking of money, here's a commercial. Look, well, once Vegeta threw those Dragon Balls, we we couldn't be low-key anymore. We had to get excited. I'm sorry. Sorry. Um, but we hope that doesn't deter you from enjoying the episode. And, you know, maybe if you're so, if you're so willing to follow uh, and subscribe uh, to the show wherever you're listening to it, uh, if you are in an app that allows you to rate and review – uh, we'd really appreciate it if you would do so. Uh, give it the highest rating possible, please. Or, or be uh, That's my suggestion, but you can be as honest with yourself as you want. If you think we're middle of the road, which honestly we are. It's, this is true. We're, we're just trying, we're trying to cook those books, though. Yeah. But please rate and review us if you can. It helps other people find the show uh, because somehow a lot of you have found it just by typing it in Dragon Ball. Uh, so that's fun. And that's nice. And uh, and then, you know, maybe share it with a friend. Yeah. I, I mean, sharing it with a friend is a great way to solidify your friendship with them through the mutual um, love for Dragon Ball and podcasting in this unique little audio format. And look, we've all seen the headlines. Hundreds of thousands of podcasts were made last year. So... We need your help to keep to keep us from drowning in the uh, in the sea of other podcasts, the sea of tranquil podcasts that we're in right now. And just do what Aaron said. I'm just here to chime in. I'm his hype man, Aaron Shelton. <laughs> Kame House Party. <laughs> That's the chillest air horn you're ever gonna get. Put that on a loop. Let it lull me to sleep. Uh, someone get someone get me hype for sleep. Are there sleep hype men? Hey, yo, it's me, the sound man, the sand man. <laughs> sad or sad? I'm the sand man. Okay, sorry. Great. I mean, if you're not feeling great, I'll, we can talk about it. Oh, finally, somebody's <laughs> wanting to listen to the sand man. Wait, you're removing the N off your name tag. <laughs> that, that's right. I was never the sand man to begin with. I was always the sad oh, man. Here's some, well, bud, here's some. Here's a nice herbal tea, a cozy blank, a cozy throw. Mm, mm. I finally feel warm. Yeah, put your feet up on this ottoman. Oh. Just look, tell these people have to get back. Well, you tell me all about it. But uh, ripping my mask off. That's right. I've been coring this whole time. And uh, back to the show. <laughs> Ooh, who are you, who are you talking to? 
Oh, yeah, Jerobe, he's all tuckered out from the fourth who, wall breaking and who are you talking his stint to? on Shutter Island, uh, living in Vegeta's head for a little bit. <laughs> he looks so peaceful when he's sleeping. He's he's still eating beans. Beans. I honestly, that's my fault for keeping the beans so close to his bed. Let me just let's see what happens if I move them away. Drag. All right, put them back. Put it back. I just I'd rather I'd rather not have beans than not have quiet. Uh, but you all enjoy the show and also get back to it. Back to the show. Gohan has buried every Namekian, put not a cross, but a stick to mark them, which is which is which I appreciate. They're not Christians. <laughs> but, but multiple fields. He has buried multiple bodies and yeah. made multiple makeshift mass graves. He is five. No child should ever have to do this. And I, I wrote in my notes, why why did they make him do that? I'm glad he I mean that's that's just show Gohan's such a good boy, right? Cause normally on any other day, I think I'd be saying, What are you doing? We gotta get that dragon ball baby you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. times of this doesn't matter but it's that's gohan to a t a kind soul he's a good he's a good boy that gohan but the situation he is in is awful he, he's <laughs> he's bearing witness to a, a murder a mass murdering event on a planet that he's not familiar with like i'm getting sick thinking about having to bury each and every individual namakian both young and old yeah. Like, I'm not, like, this isn't a bit. No. <laughs> My stomach is legitimately turning thinking about it. Younglings, he had to bury younglings. I do want to ask, who taught him to bury bodies? Where did he pick up that skill? I don't know. I wouldn't classify it as a skill. <laughs> but I'm going to say one of those textbooks that he reads so much. I, the, the mortician's handbook. Uh-huh. Part of the, part of the Chi-Chi curriculum. Mm-hmm. He learned to put those little screws up your butt to keep things from leaking. You know about that? No, what is that? Vince, in modern... Oh, God. Morticia... Uh, I'm not going to say Morticiaism. Uh, Morticia Adams? <laughs> yeah. In, in, in Morticia Adams' book, Modern Cemeteries in You, there is like a plastic little screw that they put up the butt so you don't leak out your fluids. Uh, I mean, you're shock full of formaldehyde. They can't, you know. Okay, so I was wondering what step that it's in the embalming process. It's late. Yeah, it's, it's a late. Step. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, it's. What do you care? <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean? What do I care? You're dead. Okay. I want my butt to be respected. If and when that happens, because I do plan on living forever. <laughs> um, I, I'm as a ghost to see that. I, I want to see. What, I, I'm kind of curious. Is is the mortician going to be like, hey, that's a good old butt. <laughs> Hopefully not a good young butt. It's a good old, old butt. butt. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Are they gonna, I'm curious what kind of jokes they make. Oh, this butt's still 30 years old. Spank. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, are they slapping me around? Make me do like marionette stuff? I want to know. <laughs> I'm not going to. I can't stop them. I'm a ghost. The best I could do is like knock a bowl over. See, my problem is when you get down to that stuff, 
like what they're going to do with my body to entertain themselves. I mean, I am dead. Fine. But I'm a, I'm a tall man and I'm wondering who's going to who's gonna, who's going to get who's going to be like, "All right, now uh make him look like a kaiju." <laughs> <laughs> Are you uh, you you'd have to get a specialized coffin if you're going to go the burial route. I know. Isn't that, isn't that something? <laughs> I'm so I'm so much bigger than the average human being that they they can't they won't even be able to bury me like normal people. In life as in death, an inconvenience. Yes. This Vince. Like, oh, he's gonna need a size 15 grave. I'll see what we have to do in the back. <laughs> uh gonna have to special order that one. <laughs> hey, hey, do you mind if we bury this one vertically? It'll just be easier. <laughs> now the the gravedigger's union says six feet. No more than six feet deep. <laughs> they uh, that that breaks a lot of union rules. I mean, we need to get a scab guy in here to do it. <laughs> he's got he's got six inches above the ground. There's nothing we could do, fam. <laughs> Hands are tied. If you had a hat and sunglasses, I wouldn't hate myself or you being buried <laughs> with just our heads sticking out. <laughs> We're in hats and sunglasses, heads sticking out with microphones in front of our faces. <laughs> Of course, I mean, of course, we're buried next to each other. Yes, <laughs> my wife. No, my my podcast partner and best friend. Yes, she's on the other side. It's fine. She's she's staring daggers at me from across <laughs> yeah. the, from across the plot. She's also above ground <laughs> and is very upset. Rest in annoyance. Oh, all right, all right. Never mind. Skip it. <laughs> I mean, look. That's it's a more. This is a morbid scene. We're gonna get a little morbid. Yeah. The, the literal gallows humor. Mm-hmm. But Gohan does get that ball, and it's it's very cute. He gets inked by a little Ammonite, the, a miniature version of the things we saw in Fake Namek. A little bit of a callback there. We get to Goku. He's trying to do 10,000 sit-ups in 50G, uh, but uh, there's a there's a goof-em-up. Uh, Daddy Briefs. Is that what we called him in that last scene? Papa Briefs? Papa Briefs, Daddy Briefs, Zaddy Briefs, whatever we want to call them. That's fair game, baby. I just, Professor Briefs, one, that's an extra syllable, and that's mm-hmm. work. Um, Dr. Brief, Dr. Briefs doesn't have the same, doesn't roll off the tongue as well as Papa Briefs. It's true. So he's Papa Briefs. Papa Briefs calls, says, hey, Goku, shit's fucked. Well, first of all, he's like, you're crazy for this one, training in 100G. Goku says, no, it's 50G. And Papa Bree says, well, it's a, it, it varies because you're in a magnetic storm and uh, you're going to be in this for an hour and it's just going to keep going up and down until you turn it off. And Goku's like, I'm stuck and I can't turn it off. That's it. That's, that's that scene. That's a, that's a whole scene. We, we really needed that one. That's a whole sequence of will Goku turn off the machine? Or like... Can Dr. Briefs do something from where he's at? Because he can video call in real time in space. (laughs) Really? You don't don't tell me that you can't turn off a machine from where you're at. Uh, That's the thing. It's like you could just remote turn off. You have to have that in there, Dr. Briefs or Papa Briefs. Sorry. You can say doctor. I mean, he earned it. (laughs) It's just hard to say. I like Papa better. You like it when you, I mean, he does like it when you call him Papa. Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Put your hands in the air, but you can't because gravity's unfair. 
Love it when you call briefs Papa. <laughs> but also, like, it, did, Goku didn't call Dr. Briefs, right? I'm wondering, like, I, th- I thought for a minute that I may have missed some dialogue because I was staring at Goku's gigantic muscles. Oh, he, the most jacked of any Goku so far. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Brief brief calls in, doesn't even wait for an answer. He can just zip in and out. It's so disrespectful. I know. Doesn't even cover his eyes. Are you decent? Yeah. You don't know. You don't know what Goku's doing. He's in space all alone. As someone who lives by themselves during the quarantine times, you better knock. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. It's I. You devolve when you're alone. Yeah. That's why I knock every time before I call you for this mm-hmm. <laughs> show. You travel across state lines. Mm-hmm. Knock on the door thrice. I do what I have to do to become a human again. <laughs> and that takes as much time as it takes for you to get back to New York. Exactly. And then by the time I'm back, we're ready to start the podcast. Mm-hmm. It's an efficient process. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a little peek behind the curtain. See how the sausage is made? Mm-hmm. Your other favorite podcast do the same thing. Surprise! <laughs> Anything else with Goku's situation? Because that that's part of the cliffhanger for this episode. We don't know if Goku's... I mean, we know, but he he's just being swung around, getting knocked from side to side. Right. And I think the, the last thing, and we can move on, is I loved the graphical touches of the electromagnetic storm which was like very thin, wispy clouds in space and just normal-ass lightning. It felt very uh, early Star Trek. <laughs> or it's just a bunch of cool colors? Just just cool colors, then some lightning effects. <laughs> some negative scratches. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So back on Namek, what it ends up being is this weird chase where it's Zarbon chasing Vegeta, chasing Krillin. Which gets us to Krillin arriving at, what did you dub it? It's not the Kame Cave. It's the Capsule Cave. Capsule Cave, there we go. Changing that in my notes. Bup, 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 and then I'll remember it. Capsule Cave. Bulma, again, we're reminded that Bulma would totally break quarantine. Because <laughs> she's, she's outside reading a book. Krillin gets mad at her, like, hey, someone could see you. Again, he's one to talk. Uh, but she's like, I got bored. I can't be expected to stay in there inside all day. I know. <laughs> it's that's such a triggering thing to hear. I know. Yeah, like Bulma. No, don't you know? Don't you understand? Bulma, this is something bad happening on planet Earth. Just stay six days. You got this. Bulma should have been able to follow the instructions that Krillin gave her, mm-hmm. um, but instead, you know, she's like, Oh no, I let go on go off on his own. Uh, to, to find a Dragon Ball by the same village that Vegeta destroyed. And wouldn't you know it, speak of Vegeta, and he arrives. Oh, this ruled. This is a this is a nice moment, because it's just like, oh no, the thing that we were hoping would never happen has just happened. And they, like, Krillin is terrified, Bulma is terrified. Vegeta just comes down. Essentially just to taunt them, because he knows Zarbon's on the way. So it's a lot of talk of, like, gloating. Hey, I'm going to take all these Dragon Balls. You better not run away. Uh, I'm going to kill this woman. I I mean, a good... This is... I mean, and again, this is the first time. I think it's pertinent. This is the first time Bulma and Vegeta are face-to-face. Mm-hmm. 
And, you know, like all great love stories, it starts with him threatening to murder her. Yep. Just like all your favorite rom-coms where Tom Hanks was like, I'm going to murder you. Also check my, yeah, through email. Yeah. You've got mail. (laughs) Shit, wrong person. (laughs) What's up? Because of your email, you sound hot. Let's keep talking. (laughs) The golden age of the internet. Vince, do you know that movie's about two people cheating on each other? Just like, well, just like the, um, what's that song where they take the ads out in the paper? Uh, The Pina Colada song. Mm -hmm. But You've Got Mail is Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan cheating on their significant others via email. But is email really? Here, I'm Dax Shepard, and this is Armchair (laughs) Expert. But is, is email cheating? We've got sexpert Michael Brauner, and he's going to tell us everything we need to know. Right, Monica Padman? Look, I'm Dax Shepard, and I need someone to tell my wife that emails aren't cheating. Please. <laughs> so Zarbon, he he finally comes in. You, you know what's going down. Uh, I do have this line from Bulma where she says, in reference to Zarbon, quote, Judging by his face, I wonder if he isn't a champion of justice? Similar. Judging by his good looks, he must be a hero here to save me, right? (laughs) Oh, Bulma. You fucking suck in two languages. (laughs) (laughs) But it is, like, we we touched on it briefly, but it is an interesting little dynamic that's happening where this is the first time Bulma and Vegeta are meeting and she's crushing on the next guy already. Already. Well, she doesn't like this Vegeta guy. No, she sees right over him. Hey, boom. Ooh. She's probably just jealous of all the volume he has in his hair. I would be. I, I already am. Oh, same. Natural hold. I know. Those Saiyans. Oh, those Saiyans. <laughs> those Saiyans and their natural hold. Wait, didn't we get a thing that was like, you can't cut a Saiyan's hair or some bullshit? What? And so didn't someone write to it? Didn't, wasn't that a Master Researcher Nick email? Mm. essentially saying hey saiyans are born with like the same haircut forever and ever i think that i think that's a nick original yeah (laughs) a nick original it's a nick fact original but that's that's where we leave the episode goku swinging around getting hit uh and we're gonna have a face-off zarbon and vegeta round two oh i don't know what krillin's gonna do Bulma's going to complain. Gohan's on his way back. Who knows what's going to happen? Who knows if Bo- if Gohan's going to have to bury more bodies on his way home? Yeah, he's just he's a, he's Johnny Appleseed in it, oh, <laughs> just <God. laughs> burying Namekians. So in like fifty years, you get a fresh crop. Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> they're plants. Maybe, <laughs> maybe that's how it works. Maybe. If you cut, you, you do a little grafting. You if you cut Piccolo's arm off and plant it. Yep. Now, don't go to the store to buy your piccolo. <laughs> no, no, no. Just use the use the piccolo that you got. Take mm-hmm. off a fingernail, spray it with water, put it in a paper towel, sit it on the windowsill until it buds. Yeah, I saw those five-minute craft videos about <laughs> growing your own piccolos in your apartment windowsill. First, cut a plastic bottle in half. Rub it in toothpaste for some reason? <laughs> Rinse thoroughly. Add piccolo. <laughs> hey, what are we doing here? Oh, God. <laughs> This is worse than the Mafuba. I do like the idea of someone doing one of those Instagram videos and just getting Piccolo involved without him knowing it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. He's just on the street. (laughs) 
<laughs> I mean, speaking of people on the street, we people got uh, street. people in our emails. People in our emails. Uh, and and I mean, I guess we must have Beetlejuiced him here because Master <laughs> Researcher Nick has returned uh, with a little bit of KHP research. Uh, talk This time talking about censorship. Uh, they write, The reason that Dragon Ball Super is less bloody than Z is due to the changing attitude of Japanese children's media. If I recall correctly... DBZ originally aired during weeknights, where it was easier to get away with more explicitly violent content for a slightly older crowd. Conversely, Dragon Ball Super airs on Sunday mornings, the Lord's Day, meaning there are a lot more restrictions placed in terms what they can and can't get away with. Interesting. I mean, true, depending on the nighttime is the right time for violence. That's how I always thought TV worked for a very long time, was that, oh, uh, stuff on TV doesn't get real until after nine, right? That's when all the that's when sometimes you get uncensored Comedy Central stand ups. It's like after 11 mm. or something. Um, that's silk when the, stockings, yeah, silk stockings comes on. Yeah, that comes on at like 10 p.m., I think. Uh, if I remember correctly. What was the HBO? The, the Taxi Cab Confessions was on at like 11 30. Sorry, mom and dad. That's right. <laughs> I took full advantage of that cable package. Did you have did you have a TV in your room? I I did. Okay, you all right. We'll leave it at that. Um, Some of us had to struggle in the living room. I don't. It's all I'll say. I don't want to know what that life was like. <laughs> I don't want to participate with three siblings. Ugh. Oh God! I only had to share the TV with a dog and a cat. <laughs> only child life. The dog. The dog knew to knock. <laughs> He's a very good boy, but that makes sense. If 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 in Japan that's that's what was happening, but then I I also think like like if there were so many restrictions in Japan, America had to have the similar like back when this stuff was first airing. I mean, we did for sure, but I don't know. America also loves blood. There's a lot of blood in TV, even dramatic shows that don't need blood. They're like, oh, set in a hospital, so there's blood. It's weird. Where where can the blood come from? Right. I think is the question, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can't come from cartoons. Nope. Bugs Bunny never bled. No. Tom and Jerry never bled. Nope. They should have. Oh, poor poor Tom. Multiple occasions that that dude had his tail cut off. Oh man. Or singed or tied around a a radiator. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or tied tied to the bumper of a milk truck. Oh boy. That's one that I believe Max did to Tom. Max being the bulldog that lived in the backyard after a little while. His tail I think they tied a cast iron pan to his tail at one time. So mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. it sort of rhythmically hit him over the head. Not to mention all the Jerry Hotfoots. Mm-hmm. I can't believe that was an actual prank. And they still they still do it in the MLB. They don't put matches in people's toesies, do they? I saw I saw and it must have been from a few years ago. Um, in in the dugout, they lit some like athletic tape that they taped to this guy's the heel of this guy's shoe. They they lit that on fire. <laughs> like that'll the match I understand because that will go out fairly quickly. Mm-hmm. But athletic tape, I feel like that's gonna last or melt. Not yeah. Not to mention, I was gonna say like the glue. I was like that that's not good. How do we sneak matches into people's feet without them knowing it? Simpler times, man. <laughs> we trusted too much. Yeah. 
We used to trust each other. <laughs> this is why we did. This is why we have the world we have now. Too many pranks involving matches and feet. Are you saying that society's downfall is direct in direct correlation to George Clooney's career in pranking? <laughs> yeah, we can't brother against brother, family <laughs> against family. Um, but they, I'm sure there were pranks. So, uh, I, I'm not going. <laughs> I filled I filled Billy's musket full of blueberries. <laughs> Our only ration, <laughs> you fool! General comes down. Oh, that's hilarious! <laughs> I replaced hard tack with soft tack. <laughs> now his teeth are gonna get all gummed up, and no one's a dentist. <laughs> I swapped his socks out for just moss <laughs> instead of gangrene. I gave him gang blue. I painted his rotten flesh blue. He'll really freak out. When, when he wakes up, gets back to fighting, he's going to be like, well, my arm's blue. Another amputation for me, please. <laughs> it, uh, war sucks. Um, war sucks, and it's full of pranks. <laughs> <laughs> the, the biggest prank. War is the biggest prank of all. That's right. Uh, way to... Uh, we we love these emails because they do take us to <laughs> various. I will say I was going to say wonderful, but I will just say various. So yeah, we we failed twice on keeping this episode chill. <laughs> we, oh, we're so bad at it. I'm sorry. Uh, they they didn't come here for that. That nah, you didn't want that, did you? You didn't want us speaking softly. Yeah, you didn't want the NPR version of this. Nah, you don't need that. Where you can hear all of our. Mouth sounds. I do try. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep those to a minimum. Thank you, audio plugins. Um, <laughs> uh, but thank you, Nick, for writing to us. Uh, again, if you want to write to us, whether it be some KHP research that you might have, a one minute roundup, anything at all, uh, you can do so by writing to comedyhousepartypod at gmail.com and maybe we'll read it on the air. You can also chat with us on our social medias. Uh, it's Kame House Party on Twitter and Instagram. And every Thursday night at 8 p.m. Eastern, we are live on twitch.tv slash Kame House Party. Uh, we are playing a variety of games, and we're having a variety of fun. That's right. And we're excited to have any of you and all of you join us, if possible, twitch.tv slash Kame House Party. And with all of those plugs done it's time to wrap up the episode the only way we know how so whether or not you are crushing on your possible murderer or you're doing the lord's work marking the graves of namekians fallen before you yeah i did it you gotta (laughs) keep fire